Welcome to the podcast, Leadership is the Conversation. A discussion with today's top business executives on management and leadership topics to help busy managers. In the studio is Ron Kreit, Tom Meyer, and Jim Dixon of Equus Consulting, and I'm your host, Rick Ainsworth. To me, one of the lessons learned from 2021 is we are pack animals. Mm-hmm. We were designed to be together, yep. not separate. Rick, to your point, we are pack animals. Absolutely. We are meant to be together in an in-person kind of way. And those of you that know me and know a little of my history, I did a stint in retail, luxury mm-hmm. luxury good sales. Um uh, and and that was really informative. And what I learned when I was doing sales in luxury goods was uh, when people are in person, they have a different standard of, of interaction and behavior that they hold themselves to that is not in place when they are on the phone. Uh, well, yeah. What that would look like is, you know, somebody would call call in and have a concern or an issue with a product or some aspect of the sale and they would rip you up one side and down the other. And then, you know, in order to get that, that resolved, you'd be like, why don't you come in and you know, we'll get it taken care of. And man, they would come in and they would stand across the counter from you. And it was like a completely different person. You know, that face-to-face experience, they were, they would not give themselves permission to behave in the same way that they did in a more distanced way. Now add to that. Okay social media, and another level of disconnection. So, you know, the phone is one level right. of disconnection. Social media and potentially, you know, your profile is a, is an, is another level of disconnection. So you have these points of disconnection magnified by a very stressful set of circumstances, and people are nuts. <laughs> and not only are they nuts, but they are giving yeah. themselves permission to be disrespectful and combative in a way right. that I have never seen before. Well, so what I hear you say, and I agree with you, anybody that's worked in a call center or, oh, or has uh, used our a, claims you, reps, right. They, uh, you know, you put somebody on a telephone or in, you know, some form of, you introduce some level of distance uh, dis- and protection. Distance, they will lose. I'm going to use the word that you use respect. Yeah. I was just going to say, you know, as consumers, it's a time to kind of reset our expectations. Um, you know, before COVID, yeah. uh, I think we got a little spoiled. You know, you could order anything you wanted. And you get it the next day. You know, you could go to restaurants at any hour yeah. of the of the day. And so now we're just having to, you know, as consumers, I think we have to reset our expectations a little bit, at least for the short term. Mm-hmm. Well, I think this conversation that we've had just recently, it, it demonstrates the fact that each interaction has certain kinds of things that are that need to be considered. For example, if you have two people in the room at the same time, you know, live with each other, we become a little bit more cognizant of the respect that we have with that other person mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. because we're human beings, we're pack animals like you said, Rick. We assume that the same thing is going to happen on the phone or the same thing is going to happen on Zoom and that type of thing. Right. But that technology removes the human 
aspect because they're not yeah. in the same room. So now I can be meaner on that type of thing. Right. So I think you find people on the phone, call centers, and that type of thing using all kinds of expletives and that type of thing that they wouldn't have used live. Yes. there And, and we're all, we're all, I'm not going to hold myself up on a pedestal here. We are all, uh, we can all be victims of this, you know, because I think we all have to find ways to model civil, respectful, face-to-face right. behavior, even when we're not in a face-to-face environment. Exactly. Exactly. It doesn't matter what media that we're using. Correct. We have, very certain principles that we need to make sure are heard loud and clear. You yeah. know, yes. whether I'm sitting here with you or whether you're listening on the, you know, computer or whatever. Well, it, it brings to brings to mind a word that we use quite often: consistency. Yes, we are consistent across the all forms of mm-hmm. communication. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what were some of the positive things that we, we saw over the last year? One of the positive things for me has been, um, and Rick, it's almost the inverse of the conversation we just had about the dark side of COVID. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm going to use an analogy. Have you ever been in a really crowded place back when we did in person? <laughs> You're in a really crowded place like a sports arena or or some you know massively huge gathering, and you're tickled to see somebody that you know. Like you've right. run into somebody that, you know, you would never think in a million years to see there. Years right. ago, I, I was walking on, believe it or not, I was walking down a street in London and ran into a friend from the States. And it was just, I was thrilled, you know, and we had this really nice like sidewalk yeah. conversation. And, you know, it's just that, 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 I guess, excitement about finding right. somebody kind of out of context. The analogy for that is this, when you have a different value system and you start to really work and play and operate within that value system, a higher level of respect, mm-hmm. a higher level of, of intentionality, a higher level of commitment, whatever that looks like, whatever you had to do to get yourself through COVID, for me, it was, you know, respect. It allows you to find other people that share that value system in a crowd right? You're in this crowded um, experience of, of people dealing with COVID. And then, you know, because of the value system that you're putting out there, you now start to see other people that are living inside mm-hmm. that same value system. And and it's almost a, a, a recognition of, oh, you're trying to do this too. <laughs> you're trying, you're trying to find a way to be kind and compassionate and empathetic and, and respectful in the middle of this complete chaos. Right. And it binds you, you know, in the same right. way that you run into somebody on a, on a street in London <laughs> that you recognize. Um, that's been a real positive because, you know, I will tell you, I've, I've lost, I've lost connection with some people that were not capable of stepping up into that space, but I've also found other people that were right. Um, and so it's almost as if, and I don't know if this is true for anybody else, but you know, the, the, the social contract and the, and the circles that we travel in are shifting based on the experience of, you know, this chaos and COVID and, you know, and, and I'm connecting with clients yeah. in a different way. I'm connecting with, um, 
you know, just it, um, we're all connecting in a different right. way, I guess. Well, it, to kind of have used a medical analogy, the human body has a great way of finding new neural connections around those broken connections. So that's kind of what you're talking about. We're, we're finding those connections and building those new connections yeah. that we, we had before. And well, and you joining Equus is a part of that. You know, bringing you into the fold, you wouldn't, you would not, we would not have recognized you and you would not have right. recognized us if we were not all operating from the same value system. Sure. Oh, that's for sure. So yeah. it just, it just well, became you. kind of a, hey, you know, you want to play with us? Because this is going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> We've got some really cool clients yeah. and we're doing some really fun stuff. And, yeah. you know, I know you'll want to be a part of that because you share the same value yeah. system we do. Well, thank you. I Yes, and I am having fun, that's for sure. <laughs> One thing that was just triggered there is that, you know, it's a positive thing, but it's a messy a messy process, and that is speaking your needs. Mm-hmm. I mean, never before right. I can remember where we've really been challenged to get out of the chair, so to speak, and speak up on your own needs, your health needs and other needs. Right. And, and then for most of us, that's pretty uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And, that's right. Uh, and we're still figuring that out. Many of us have been raised with, oh, I don't want to say too much because I don't want to be bold. I don't want to be boisterous. I don't want to be a braggart or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So we've kept inside some of our needs. I don't know that I've ever been shackled by that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jim, Ron, Tom, for today's conversation. This was definitely a year to remember, and I want to end our podcast today by thanking all of our clients for your creativity, your insights, and most importantly, your friendship. And to our loyal listeners, thank you for being a part of the conversation. All views expressed on this podcast are the opinions of the individual participants and do not necessarily represent the views of any organization, employer, or group.